people. It's actually there's something behind the people that's, uh, you know, that's causing them to rise up in opposition against us. And um, I found um, Derek Prince's um, works really helpful in this regard. Um, and I, I know that there are a lot of people here who actually are more qualified to do this than I am. But um, I do do this quite a bit. <laughs> and, um, and, and this is really for people who might be new to uh, operating in this area or um, people who are just experiencing huge, almost insurmountable odds in some area or another at the moment. So I'm just going to show you the, the Derek Prince way of, of dealing with this. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so uh, when we get to the second approach, um, that will be it. But talking about the initial approach, which we, we sometimes use, like we have a situation and, um, and so we think it through and, and we think we come to an understanding of what's going on and then we make a plan and then we ask God to implement our plan and give us the outcome that we're asking for. And, um, yeah, and just to say that really doesn't work because uh, God says, you know, actually... You, you want to do that, you've got your plan, you carry on, see how it works for you. Because his understanding is so different to our understanding and his, his thinking is so much higher than our thinking that our understanding is really deeply flawed. Our plan is not a good plan. And he says, you want your plan? Carry on. He says, that's not my thinking, and that's not my plan, you know. So um, usually it doesn't work. But there is another approach, and, and de what Derek Prince says is that um, if you use the word of God and you speak it out aloud, take a passage that's relevant in your situation and speak it out aloud, and you can speak it out over and over again, and then let God unfold his plan and see what he will do. Um, so um, uh, I've chosen uh, the, this passage for this proclamation. It's 2 Chronicles 20. It's a favorite of mine. And what I love about it is it kind of shows the principle of the approach of the direction that we need to be coming from if we really want God to step in and do his thing um, in our lives. Um, so um, I think that, that Greg has got uh, uh, an, an outline of important principles, and I'm just asking, as we go through this proclamation, if you will look out uh, for, for these things um, showing up, because it's actually incredibly cleverly constructed, this whole passage, um, so uh, important principles are, are firstly recognizing God's supreme authority. And I love that passage that Melane from Ephesians 1, like, do we know who this God is that we're dealing with? Because he, his authority is just over all. He's just like, there's no one. There's no one in comparison to our God. 
So we need to recognize his authority, and we need to place ourselves in a position of humility and submission and place ourselves under his authority. And uh, then you'll see a call on covenant relationship and, um, and the faith. You know, God doesn't operate outside of our faith. We have to know that God, when we call on him, does hear us and he will answer us. So we're operating from that basis. Um, also admitting our total dependence on him. We don't have a plan, okay? We're depending on him. Uh, uh, we're going to be obedient to any direction he gives us. And we need to take a stand. Uh, this is really a warfare situation, okay? We're dealing with the powers of darkness. Ephesians 1, let me just... You've got to understand it's not the people, okay? Ephesians 6.12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, I mean, Milaim, thank you, gave us luck. We were there, we were there, weren't there? We were out there, we were doing the warfare, in our praise, in our worship, um, fasting, in giving thanks. These are all like important things in this area. And then waiting on God to act, not doing our own thing, giving God the space to, to do his thing. So I'm going to take this passage. It's quite a long one, but I've cut it down. Um, I'm not quite sure what's going to be up there, um, if it's the stuff that I had in bold. I'm going to ask... Uh, yeah, I've, I've got an adapted translation. It's the Wendy Reader cut a whole oh. lot out. Okay. <laughs> Add a little bit in. <laughs> uh, then just, just read yours to us. Yeah. Okay. On the okay. Okay. So, um, right. So I'm just giving you a bit of context. And then when it comes to the part which I bolded, which you may not see, but like I would really encourage you, especially if you have a situation that's troubling you, is actually speak out aloud um, this proclamation, because really most of this is a proclamation. And maybe I'll just hand my put my hand up when it's time to like speak it out, okay. But now, um, where we're coming from is Jehoshaphat gets this really bad news. People arrive with this terrible message that there is this coalition of three armies that have come against him, and they're right there, they're at En Gedi. Situation, disastrous, like an immediate. So what does he do? He seeks God. He seeks God for his help in this matter. He calls a fast. And um, the people from every town in Judah and the people from Jerusalem all assembled to seek the Lord in front of the temple. Jehoshaphat stood up, and this is what he said. And this is what I say. Um, when I'm in a situation, I will use these same words. Lord God of our fathers, 
Are you not God in heaven? Do you not rule of all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and strength are in your hand. No one can withstand you. Our God, did you not drive out the people who lived in this land before your people Israel? And you gave this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham, my father. They built a temple called by your name, and they said, If trouble, disaster, evil, calamity comes upon us, or the sword of judgment, sickness, plague, pestilence, or hunger, famine, we will stand before you in your presence before this temple, which is called by your name. We will cry out to you when you are in trouble, and you will hear and save us. And so now, O Lord, I stand in your presence in this temple that is called by your name, And I place myself and all my family to the outer reaches, and I place my church family and all their family to the outer reaches, and all my special people, Lord, I place them into your hands. And I cry out to you to help us, help us, help us, help us. See this vast army of spiritual beings that are arrayed against us. Our God, will you not judge them? We have no power against this vast horde. They are too strong for us. We don't know what to do. So our eyes are on you. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jezehiel. Thus says the Lord, don't be afraid or discouraged because of this large army. The battle is not your battle, it is God's. Tomorrow, go down and fight. You will find them. Let me just find myself. Um, At the end of the valley that leads to the desert of Jeruel. You won't need to fight in this battle. Just take your stand, and you will see the deliverance of the Lord. So now, O Lord, I thank you that the battle is not ours, it's yours. I humble myself before you, and I submit myself to you. And having sought your forgiveness for all my sin. I put on the armor that you have graciously provided, and I take my stand. I do not submit to Satan or any of the agents he would use against us. I resist him. I place myself and all my special people in your hands. I ask for your perfect will in our lives. I refuse to be worried because I place my trust in you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed face down on the ground, which is a really good place to be. 
God says, I will always meet you there. And he worshipped him. And he praised the Lord God of Israel with very loud shouts. I praise you and I worship you. O Lord God Almighty, there is none like you. Jehoshaphat's army went out early in the morning. Jehoshaphat said, have faith in the Lord your God and you will be safe. Jehoshaphat appointed singers to praise him. You are wonderful and you are splendid in holiness. As they marched ahead of the army, they said, give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise God, the Lord set ambushes for the people who had come to attack Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites, the Ammonites and Moabites attacked the Edomites, annihilating them. After they had finished off the Edomites, they killed each other. When the men from Judah came to the lookout point in the wilderness, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. I thank you, Lord, that whenever I cry out to you for help, you always rescue me. To respond to uh, what Wendy has said, because I know that in this community, just about everybody is facing, facing issues today. Facing things which are looming, which are uncertain. And uh, this scripture is just the most amazing scripture of uh, what to happen when we're uncertain, when there's the, the enemies are around us and we, we actually don't know what to do. And if you're at that situation, if you have anything in your life today that you're uncertain about, I want you to stand. I want you to stand and we're going we're gonna to declare the favor of God over you. We're going to declare uh, God's provision for whatever it is. So as we, as we stand, we see in the scripture that Wendy has, has, has read, as, as we inquire of the Lord and as we walk with Him and we seek His face and we find out His direction, then we can see His solution. And I think that is what spoke to me today. It is His solution. Not my solution. My problem with me is I have a plan A, B, and C. Even in my home, I'm making plans and, and, uh, and, and doing stuff and changing walls and, and, cause I, cause I'm, I'm not sure of the future. And maybe I'm not operating from faith in that thing because I also have to trust God. I also got to be as wise, uh, wise steward. So as you, as, you, as you stand today and as you think of the, the situation that you face today, know that the, the, the Lord is going to give you a strategy. As He gave Jehoshaphat a strategy here, 
He gave Jehoshaphat a strategy, and the strategy included these amazing words, Do not be afraid. And so I declare over all of us today, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. God has got this. This battle is His battle. We need to stand firm in Him. Firm. So let's pray a prayer and let's declare into your situation, whatever you're facing, I want you to declare the grace of God and the mercy of God into that situation. So pray after me. So Lord Jesus, the battle I face, I face with you. I don't face it alone. I thank you, Lord, that you never leave me, that you never forsake me, and that you have promised to answer all my prayers. And so today I lift up the situation I face. Just quietly lift it up to, your, to, to the Lord and just, just pray quietly to the Lord the situation that you face. Just declare, thank you Lord. The battle is yours. Thank you Lord. Stay standing. This is the promise of the Lord. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. Hold your position. And see the salvation of the Lord. See the salvation of the Lord. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. We thank you Lord that you are with us. I want you to do what Jehoshaphat did now. This is a, a, a call to bow our heads. He bowed his head with his face to the ground. And, and I would actually like us to actually bow our knees. That we come before God this morning. We bow our face towards you today. We bow down and we acknowledge, Lord. That we can't do it. Forgive me for trying, Lord. For, forgive me for trying to put my plans into operation. And so we bow and we thank you. We worship you. We worship you. Ye
We kneel before you, Lord, because we need you. We kneel before you because we have come to the end of our rope. We worship you. Just worship him. Worship him. Just it doesn't have to be loud, but just worship him. We thank you, Jesus. Holy, holy. Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. We love you, Lord. We can just stay on our knees and we're just going to worship. We thank you, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy of it all. Worthy of our worship. You are worthy. You are worthy. When they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the enemies. And so, Lord, we thank you for the weapon, the weapons that you give us, the weapons of praise and thanksgiving and worship. Because as we worship you and as we look to you, the ruler and reigner of this kingdom of this world that you rule and reign you rule and reign in our lives we thank you for that we thank you that as we as we thank you and as we worship you and as we praise you the battles are being won and so symbolically as we are on our knees today as we are on our knees to worship and cry out to you we cry out to you And we thank you that we declare, give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. Say that after me. Give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. We thank you for that. It's your steadfast love. Stay worshipping the Lord. But if anybody in this town has experienced anything from, from the Lord, or just a, a revelation, a breakthrough, a, a thought, whatever it is, why don't you put your hand up and I'll bring the microphone to you. Just had a picture of, you know, when the enemies got their weapons drawn against you. I just had a picture of weapons being tanned against them. Um, I just thank thank the Lord for that. That uh, um, whatever weapons are formed against us, they they're being tanned against the enemy. Their own weapons are going to destroy them. Thank you, Lord. All week I've had a spirit of excitement about 
this church and the service. Now I know why. Praise be to God. So we've heard the story of Jehoshaphat. And there's the story of Gideon. There's the story of so many other heroes in the Old Testament who supernaturally the victory was won for them by God while they stood back and did nothing. And the victory stories in the Old Testament are incredible and impressive and point to God and his power and his authority. But I want to point out that we are on the other side of the cross. And as valid and as true as the Old Testament stories are, how much truer, because we are marked by the blood, are our lives Mm. in him on the other side of the cross. Just just reminded again from their scriptures that Jehoshaphat and all of Israel were desperate They actually had nowhere else to go. They had to call on God. And God in his faithfulness, who sees hearts, answered their heart cry for his help. Thank you, Lord. Um, Just a scripture I read this morning from Proverbs. It says, those who trust in themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. So, Lord, we thank you. Look to the finished work on the cross. Jesus is not on the cross. He is risen. The greatest battle that ever took place took place on the cross where Jesus took your sin and my sin upon himself and he gave us His righteousness. And we are now seated with him in heavenly places. And so our perspective and our position in the battle is different. It's with him. And so Lord, I thank you. I thank you for that that we as a community... Fight our battles from being more than conquerors because of what Jesus has done. And it's wonderful to sit at the foot of Jesus, sit at the feet of Jesus, at the cross. And it's wonderful to get lost in worship. There's no better thing we can do than to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul and mind. And that's been the theme which has been coming through in the last few weeks. It's because as we do that, as we first worship Him and as we first gaze our attention on Him and we look to Him, it's then that we are changed from glory to glory. And it's from that position that we go out into a world at war 
So we thank you, Lord, that the word of the Lord today is do not be afraid. For I go with you, I go in you, and I fight the battles for you. And so we go out into this week knowing that you are with us. Behold, I am with you until the end of the age. In it all, the Lord is with us. Thank you, Lord. Amen.